What up, what up, what up? Peace. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. I'm Akita G. My name is Sonny Ture. And this is the Fire This Time Podcast. Yeah, episode 90, y'all. Episode 90. As usual, y'all, welcome back. Thank you for coming and listening to us again. And as usual, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think, let us know what you're feeling. And you know, as usual, we back to give you the heat. You know, we just came to slide in on you for a little bit, slide back out. You know, we just wanted to conversate about some things and, you know, and uh, get some things off our chest today. You know what I'm saying? And just have a little bit of conversation about some things we've been seeing lately. But uh, as normal, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to let my man, you know what I'm saying, I keep, you know, I'm going to let my key let y'all know, you know what I'm saying, what we're going to be on today. Yeah, so uh, big topic for today we're going to get on is uh, Hulu's recently announced uh, new season of, uh, I guess, their Genius series which is a, a, a biographical, like biopic type of episodic uh, series. You know, they have seasons for different, uh, you know, so-called geniuses. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Albert Einstein was one. I think maybe Picasso was another. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, anyways, the next one they're going to do is Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. As, you know, they're going to do a, a, a two-person season on Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X and uh, there's already some very interesting things popping up as far as the framing you know of these two you know store figures of our uh, of our people so yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into all that but beforehand Aki uh, we're gonna get into you know a little uh, convo on you know sports so uh, you know what what are some of the the recent happenings in the league that you know caught your attention Aki I know we talked about a few but I'm gonna let you kick it off I mean, like, I think everybody sort of know what those are. That's that Draymond, you know what I'm saying, uh, Green situation. You know, we just heard between yesterday and today, you know, he's suspended indefinitely. Um, if anybody is uh, into the, the game of basketball and, you know, keeping tune with your sports center and things like that, you sort of know what's been going on. Um, it's looked like my man, you know what I'm saying, having one of those, you know, snap-out moments. You know, uh, he been hacking and backhanding and choking Negroes and, and, and white folks out on the, on the basketball court all year, and, and, and he got a history of doing this. So uh, you know, of course, man, uh, that's what's on the lips right now. You know what I'm saying? As somebody that's accomplished like that, you know what I'm saying? He didn't got him at least what two rings? Oh, uh, you got him more than that? Uh, like three? Let, let's see. Uh, he had. Of course, the two with KD and then one before that, so that's three, and then so it's four because they just had one a few years ago. Yeah. You talking four rings, man? You a four ring champion? You solidified. Your jersey is going in the rafters. Mm-hmm. You probably can retire from there. You know, one career. I'm not gonna say one team career, man. I think he played for one other team before that, but either way, he no, no, he's a. I think he's a warrior for life. Warrior for life, mm-hmm. man. You had a you had a hell of a. You know what I'm saying? Um. You know what I'm saying? Career. Career, you know, and uh, to get to this point and start doing shit like that, you know, come on, nigga. We need, we need better now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of theories going around as far as, like, what it's stemming from. You know, I, I think 
a lot of his actions before there's been so, either there's been some wiggle room an increasingly declining you know uh degree of wiggle room for yeah. his actions and that wiggle room is usually described as intensity passion yeah yeah and uh you know i and the people that you know would stand with him to some degree on that up until now are they're most silent at yeah. this one this is yeah. i i think this is like uh people are looking for this to be a turning point i think the whole league his team included yeah is looking for okay there there got to be a turning point i mean uh still. the way he 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 did the uh, uh cuz what happened was you know last what well, last night or night before that yeah. Nurkic for the suns i believe right yeah. yeah no 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 was it for the suns what team was it i think it was yeah it was going against the suns they was going against the suns i think and he I guess was getting grabbed on the side, wheeled around, and uh, called himself uh, forearming. I, it, it looked like a clothesline, a punch from some angles. It looked like a spin around back hand that connected with the neck and ear. That's yeah. what it looked like, Aki. Yeah. yeah, it damn near looked painful. Like, yeah, it did. This this Negro choked out of a, a whole ten of a whole two minutes. Almost three in the chokehold. Teammates trying to get you off of them. You fail with them. You know it's serious when you choke somebody and you fall with them. <laughs> man, this is a man. It's, you know. Yeah, he was talking. It looked shit. like he was talking hella shit. Talking while he had him, shit. He had him in the chokehold. I, I just noticed that. Today. Go to sleep, bitch ass nigga. The, the... Go to sleep, bitch <laughs> ass nigga. Go to sleep. Come on, man. Come on, man. We doing too much out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh wow! My, uh, and Nurkic, after it all happened, Nurkic came out and said, "Yeah, something wrong with that brother." Like that, that was the quote. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like something wrong with that brother. Like, like real. <laughs> <laughs> White didn't say that. That's You know it's real. Broken English and all. I mean, that's terrible, though, man. I mean, you know, um, you know, he's supposed to be the muscle. You know, like you said, they, you know, his intensity and stuff. So, you know, some teams, that's a historical thing with basketball. We've always had teams that had the muscles, you know, that let you know you can't just do what you want to do over here. But, um, yeah, one, that's, this ain't that type of NBA no more. Like, you are a shadow of the past, even though you are of this era of the NBA, but you bringing something that's, a, that's in the past of the NBA. Like, we hadn't had too many muscle men in the league like that in a long time. And that did give him a standout point. But um, I'm thinking now, man, it's more of a thing of that. A lot of people say Draymond choose who he mess with, but go ahead. He do choose who he mess with. I mean, I ain't going to lie. Um, I think there was a time when there was players that he just couldn't do that with. And then I think over time, you know what I'm saying? There was some form of fear built up about dealing with him. You know what I'm saying? And that fear was coupled also with talent. I think, you know, uh, Traymond, I mean, Draymond is, um, he getting older. Yeah, maybe losing a step. Yeah, losing that step. Um, getting more frustrated, boys. Yeah. yeah. You can't get into the spots like you used to. You can't read the looks the way you used to. 
Your instincts ain't the way they used to. The league is better now too. Yeah, the bat. These and you and you playing young dudes. These dudes coming in and they retarded with they with they speed and everything. They, they you know. So you supplement what would you are really known for, which is your muscle. But some of these young dudes is coming in and they well built, so they durable and they already know your history. And you know they, you know, and then I think the league, like I said, you know, the the out of all the teams that we have right now, Golden State is sort of like the poster, the NBA poster team. It can be the NBA poster team. One, cause you got Curry over there. Curry ain't been in no trouble, no men accused or nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got a good image. Work kids, you got, you know what I'm saying? So, I just think, you know, maybe, um, might be time to sit your ass down, you know, or you go get some therapy or something like that. I mean, I don't think that the team is gonna give up on him. I just think they're tired. Like, you gotta get your shit together. I mean, Steph gotta come over there and be like, listen, dog, your career could be solidified in greatness. Hall of Fame, automatic, getting Hall of Fame automatically. You're getting in there. You know, you may not be first class, but we know you're getting in there. So, yeah, I, and who knows if Steph got it in him or, or that's their relationship where he could approach him and even do that. Yeah, because Steph might be scared of him. But I don't think Steph is because Steph, no, I'm the money. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the one. Maybe this is the turning point where, you know, something has said they got to get through to him. You know what I'm saying? But you would think something would already have been said. Yeah. You know, you would think something would, like, you can't play with, you know, these seasons and, you know, these few years that, you know, yeah, a you great life. Yeah, you got Steph, long left. Steph only got so long to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he's one, of, he's one of the best to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is valuable time while he's still, you know, in his prime, mm-hmm. in a sense. I mean, Steph is still playing at that level. If the Warriors were, you know, uh, in a better position in the standings, they didn't have no losing record. He might be in the MVP race. I mean, I would say this. I won't say Steph is in his prime. I think we got his prime. Mm-hmm. We already got it. And I think he's still, well, no, yes, he's still in his prime, but he's on the other side of his prime. Facts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't got much time left unless, you know, until, and, and some players can't do that. Some players, once they've been a star player, for 10, 12 years, they can never be a bench player. A team can only have so many max contracts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm and, saying? and if the two other max contracts they got are declining more rapidly than Steph, yeah. this is what's bringing the organization at the crisis point is yeah. it's at. Yeah. And, yeah. That, that, and that's, that's how it goes. If you, you know? want to be able to contend and have the money, to, to have the free money or the money available, to pick up maybe some talent to put around Steph or some talent that you see as the future. You know what I'm saying? Around Steph. That, you know, you can get that little molding process. And I personally think that Steph, the way Golden State loves Steph, um, Clayton, and Green, they could be the, they, I mean, there's three of them, you know what I'm you saying? Clayton. What's his name? <laughs> just Clay. 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 Clay, yeah. who can name their son? Clayton. Clayton is funny as hell. We know that's short for Clayton. 
Clayton Thompson, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Clay, you know what I'm saying? Those three, they easily, they're loved so much by Golden State, they can easily, like, just transition into bench players. Golden State would do that. They, and, and, of course, it would have to be contract adjustments in that. But with Steph, yeah, Steph, he still got at least a good five in him. I mean, he that, may have more, but I mean five at that elite. I can give you thirty-five. I mean, how, how it seeming is, if they want to win a championship, there got to be some big changes. You know, they they might need. I, I don't know if a cultural change is enough for the last hurrah. You know what I'm saying? Because if they're, I, I'll give it to the Warriors. I, I'm not a Warrior fan. I'm actually a Warrior hater. Honestly. Okay. Okay. But if their core is running efficiently at a hundred, you know what I'm saying, at close to a hundred percent, they are title threat every year. You know, they can get into the playoffs and win a title, and and they've been the beneficiary of uh, some key injuries. Yes. The first one they got against the Cavs, uh, Kyrie and Love was out. Yeah. and of course, I I think they're of course then the, the the next two with KD they were just dominant. Yeah. And then but the most recent one, I think there were also some key injuries in the West. You know what I'm saying? Like the Lakers had a lot of injuries. Yeah. That 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 postseason uh, recently. And then what what happened last season? Mm-hmm. The Lakers and the Warriors met in the playoffs, and the Lakers damn near swept them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once the Lakers were healthy. Yeah. Uh, so the Warriors got to answer. Like it's, it's a big call that they got to answer because yeah. I mean. The Lakers have only gotten better since last season. Really, a, I mean, I, a lot better since last season. So, if you're not even fucking with the Lakers, how you expect to be teams that we expect to be even better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Nuggets. Because you you having to play teams that's way bigger than you. One thing about Golden State is Golden State is a small team. They don't got too many 7-footers, 6'10ers, 6'11ers on their team that can bang it out. So if you get a team that got big men, and now we know these big men is shooting threes. So um, they already going to be fighting uphill. One, because of the age factor. They are coming on that with their, their primes, and they having the injury issues. I mean, Steph is not necessarily, you know, he has his injuries. He can catch his ankles and, and wrists and things like that up sometimes. Uh, we know what's going on with Clay. He ain't been the same. But he have his moments. And when he have his moments, they some big-ass moments. Green, you know, I hate to say it, though. In this situation, to me, Green's stats also don't warrant some of those things. Like, his stats don't warrant it. Like, um... Clay and Clay and Steph put the points up. I mean, and it's not like you you snatching down 17 boards a game, four blocks, you know, on that defensive level. You are a difficult player, meaning that losing a half a step while the lead's getting taller, mm-hmm. faster, younger, you know what I'm saying? Losing a half a step is a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he he's finding that out right now. And also, Steph this year is putting up 29 points a game. Jesus. So he, he's not playing. Like, that. He, he, that's his, one of his top five scoring, hey, 
years of his of his career. I'm proud of Steph, you know what I'm saying? His daddy was a fellow charlatan, you know what I'm saying, from the Hornets. And I see he got his daddy's jump for strokes. His daddy had a jump on him, too. Dale? Yeah, Dale. Yeah, no, no. Uh, just Dale Curry. Oh, just Dale. Dale Curry. He had a oh, he had an uncle too in the league. Mm. I didn't even know the uncle. Wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Word. So yeah, let's keep it moving to the main topic then, Aki. Uh, we had the Malcolm and Martin uh, Hulu series coming up. Uh, it's going to drop in February, but we saw the trailer. We saw an article about it, and I- I'll read some of the article. This is from Variety magazine. Title Genius MLKX set premiere date at uh, Nat Geo, uh, Natural, National uh, Geographic to stream next day on Disney uh, and Hulu. And Hulu. So uh, this is um, a series that includes Kelvin Harris as King and Aaron Pierre as X. Uh, you know, there's, you know, Betty Shabazz casting it, of course. Uh, who is this? X uh, Opia as Coretta Scott King. Jamie Lawson as Betty Shabazz. And, um, yeah, what we have here uh, is uh, what it seemed to me, Aki, before I pass it off to you, it seemed more of the same as for when it, when it comes to Hollywood depictions of... Uh, our our political traditions, Malcolm X in particular, Dr. King in particular, just more of the same. As uh, one thing that the actor for Malcolm X said that alarmed me in the trailer was when he said something along the no, he said almost verbatim that Malcolm and Martin had the same goals and the same objectives, hmm. which is uh, makes me doubt that the series is going to treat those intricacies, you know, uh, respectfully. As far as the, the important differences between, yeah. you know, Malcolm's nationalism and, you know, King's brand of, you know, militant integrationism, despite it being anti-capitalist, anti-war. Yeah. And, and furthermore, and, you know, even though his, his ideas might have been dynamic over the course of his life, mm. you know, certainly we need, you know, we can use words sharp enough to distinguish between the politics of the two. Yeah. 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 So, uh, what'd you gather, Aki, from the trailer and, you know, th- you know, this this news coming out of this upcoming series? I mean, I haven't trusted any type of series that's been coming out on TV to speak to any of our elders and um, heroes and contributors to our, um, our people. Especially in Hollywood, and it don't even matter if it's coming from a black director nowadays. Um, I think the movement has been too capitulated, and we've capitulated too much on the truth of who these people were. And, you know, to even say a statement like that, that they were more like, nah, we wasn't fighting for the same goals, you know. Um, true indeed. Um, they wanted what was best for their people. And they did want their people to have freedom, justice, and equality. They saw that freedom, justice, and equality a different way. They had different pursuits upon getting it. You know, um, King was for integrating into the society. Balka was, was about separating from it. Separating from this system. You create your old system. 
King saw saw us being not with the system, but working with the system. Malcolm was like, nah, you don't work with your oppressor. Malcolm placed a greater emphasis on nation building. You know, if you there look you at go. the program of the organization of Afro-American Unity, the organization that he was speaking at when he was killed. All, you know, all based on self. The self, you and kind, y'all. Exactly. It was it was about how how are we going to organize black health, black education, the black the the, the a separate black economy. Yeah. Uh, separate the, black politics, all of that. And, and of course, linking us to these anti anti colonial nationalist struggles all across Africa and mm-hmm. the Arabic world. So that that's what Malcolm was, was was focused on and about. Martin, on the other hand, emphasis. There was a clear emphasis on protesting the American government yeah. for it to change. Yeah. And that's not to, you know, decry it as uh, uh, some purposeless. There's a purpose for that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, but those differences are important. Yeah. And um, I, I am interested to see, you know, just how they treat them. I, I do have low expectations. I mean, we, we've seen... I, we, we don't have to get into it, but Peniel Joseph is one of the black historians kind of that was behind the historical framing and consultant, consulting yeah. for the series. And his works uh, on the black radical tradition, on, you know, black nationalist yeah. history, you know, he, he's been critiqued heavily in the past mm-hmm. for some of these gaps and, uh-huh. and how he's treated these figures. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I mean... It, this you know there's a, a lot of Emmy nominations that surround this series so it'd yeah. be interesting to see all that plays out the reception of it something I, I will be tuned in for despite you know the low expectations I want to see how the you know these figures are you know depicted are you know these great heroes from our tradition of course I'm more of a Malcolmite I keep yeah I got me a course you know so uh, you know I, I would definitely be guarding his depiction and his, hey, and his legacy very yeah, close. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much overcritical of Malcolm's legacy, meaning that I'm very protective of it. Um, I'm, I'm never shy about uh, what I believe and feel, and I'm not necessarily a Christian, but I don't believe if it was a Messiah for Black people, it would be Malcolm X. His life um, is a testament to the possibilities of what the black man can become coming out of the, the trenches, the, the dirt, the shit that we call the America. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, but we, you know, we see. I mean, they've been whitewashing Malcolm history for the last 10, 12 years. You know, all types of stuff that came out. I'm not going to go through it. Man and all of them dudes. They, they've been already whitewashing this history. Trying to make Malcolm appealable. I think, one, to a, a more integrated generation, but also a, a white community, a white generation. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, no. I mean, for a lot of these people, they see that as a sign of progress. You know, if we can make these black figures more acceptable and more to white America, if we can make our culture, our history, 
more a part of America. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and get better representation and, and, get, and, and make our story part of America's story. There's a lot of people that emphasize that and see those things as signs of progress. And, you know, despite there being a lot of, of course, it's facts that, you know, black history is part of American history. Can't tell one without the other. Uh, it's not exactly a, a, a sign of progress. We shouldn't look we shouldn't look for progress in that area. You know, uh, you know, we should we should have been focused on a building of a black Hollywood, for lack of a better term, a black film industry, a black arts uh, a set of black arts industries, you know, that we control and own and distribute worldwide. You know, we we can produce our own films that tell the story our own way completely yeah. without needing a Hulu. Yeah. Without needing a Disney. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which uh how could we ever, you know, place our hopes in those type of, you know, uh <laughs> institutions? I mean I guess, you know, that's that's sort of where we are right now. You know, I don't like to live on the nostalgia of the 60s. But what made that time period very different is that we were sort of in a position to do that. Then, um, last time I seen that was probably in the late 90s um, through the hip-hop. Man, we could have really did a lot. Now, looking back, we could have did a lot more what we had with what we had and we had a lot more you know so now it's like they have to push that narrative because they know that the, the, the sons and daughters of Malcolm are still out there you know what I'm saying um, we are gonna always stand up for who Malcolm is um fight against the false history of Malcolm that they put out here. You know what I'm saying? We are... Um, and it sucks because it's like... It's like 200 years from now, motherfuckers might be walking right here thinking Malcolm is white. And it can be literally that way. They might be thinking he was Native American. You know? It, it can be literally that way. Like, how you get to that? So, you know what I'm saying? Um, we'll see. Of course, we're going to look at it. Probably do a little review of it. You know, to see what this is about. Um, I never feel they go into the deepness of Malcolm's life. The backdrops, the nuances, the real deep. Understand why Malcolm's loved so much by the community because he came from the community. Or sometimes they emphasize that he was uh, the flip side of Martin, and or like where he was. If you, I mean, of course he described himself. I, Malcolm is more than what what he said. If you don't listen to King, he would say he would often say stuff like this. If you don't, if the white establishment doesn't listen to King on these set of issues, then you can expect you know violence. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're seeing it. And, and he saw it played out in his life that way. Yeah. But, you know, he's more than just uh, a warning, you know what I'm saying, to white America. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or, or uh, you know, a threat. 
a violent threat. He, he, he represents more than just a violent threat or yeah. a violent flip side yeah. to Dr. King's peacefulness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those things often get emphasized more than, you know, things that need to be emphasized that Malcolm X's nation building. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I, I wonder how, uh, I mean, I, I how would they treat the nation of Islam? You know what I'm saying? That's that's a huge question for the series. Mm -hmm. Nation, think about how important the nation of Islam was yeah. for black people and, 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 and to Malcolm's development in, the, in, in urban centers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and how that developed, like you said, alongside Malcolm's rise. You know what I'm saying? Like so, the nation of Islam will be featured here. We know that the, the current leader of the nation of Islam, Louis Farrakhan. Uh, not only has a history with Malcolm, of course, but currently today, contemporarily, is one of the most uh, hated people, you know, hated figures by the yeah. white establishment. You yeah. know, one of the biggest threats. And, uh, and of course, even more so now because of the historical connection or interpretation by white media of Louis Farrakhan being anti-Semitic. Yeah. And of, you know, of course, we know what's going on with Israel and Palestine, or I should say, Palestine and uh, Israel. Yeah. So, you know, it's all, it's all, it's there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. So and that's uh, funny you say that too, because when Malcolm went to the OAU, Anwar Sadat had just came out of power. And the guy that they put up, I think it was Abdul Nasir, was over Egypt at the time. And he was one of the main people that was um, definitely going against uh, the Palestinian occupation that was going on at that time in the 60s. Um, Egypt was one of the main catalysts to pop that off. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I know what side Malcolm would have stood on because at the time that he was living, one of the main people that was in the, you know, the African Union or the um, organization African Ameri or African Union um, was anti-Palestinian. It was all anti-colonial. You're asking a good question. Would Malcolm, would Malcolm X condemn Hamas? Oh, yeah. Not No, not Hamas. That, yeah, that, that, I mean, I, I think that is somewhat the... Uh, the linchpin for the conversation on Palestine and Israel, anti-Semitism today. You know what I'm saying? You can't comment on what's going on without the first question being asked of you. Do you condemn Hamas for terrorism? Think about Malcolm X during his life, how he celebrated the Mau Mau, you know, and other revolutionary groups and how he spoke about the violence nature of anti-colonial resistance and its righteousness. Yeah. And, uh, well, he wasn't and, against Vietnam. And he wouldn't, and I don't think he would be opposed to, you know, uh, a revolutionary group that's central to Palestine having religious undertones like Hamas. He wouldn't be. Mm, no, you know. no. I mean, don't get me wrong. He spoke out against the situation in Vietnam. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And what was going on over there. Um, let alone from that, Martin, you know what I'm saying, spoke up against that. And they got speeches of him talking about what's going on with those people and the people that's dying, so. And then Barack Obama was just behind uh, the Bear Rustin biopic that came out, hmm. or it's coming out, I'm not sure, because I haven't seen it. 
Mm. But uh, I think it already came out on Bayer Rustin. I think the, I think Barack Obama was one of the producers or consultants or you know people backing it. Mm. And so, I mean, we see Hollywood is very involved and has been very involved. You know what I'm saying? In the propaganda or discourse, you know what I'm saying, around our struggle, our politics, our our, our identity. Uh, Bayer Rustin is somebody who, and I bring him up on this issue because, of course, he opposed Dr. King's yeah. anti-Vietnam stances, mm. you know what I'm saying, and uh, was friendly to U.S. militarism. Yeah. And uh, would, of course, be one of the m- biggest voices if he was alive today condemning Hamas and, you know, siding with the Zionist state that is, you know, committing genocide against Palestinians. True. So, uh, you know, he celebrated at the same time that they celebrate Malcolm and Martin be, being practically the same. That should, that should send off warning bells. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, I just say we'll see. Now it's not uncommon. I think they add too much, too much, um, too many things to movies about our heroes, our leaders. That shouldn't be added. Um, one of the things that I liked about um, the, the movie that they did about Malcolm under Spike Lee is that it took a lot of conversations and writings that Malcolm was right. He, he actually worked on that while he was living. So that's what you got in the movie. Mm. Whereas now... Because that movie was so excellent, I think it's probably the best Malcolm. The only other Malcolm X movie that was that that compares that there was one done by um, Morgan Freeman. Mm. Most people don't know they did a movie by about Malcolm X with Morgan Freeman. It was pretty decent too. I gotta check it out. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Um, but I don't think they could really produce no more. So now it's like people sort of add stuff to it. No different. We seen this. We seen the movie on Harriet. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, Harriet is the the main antagonist is a, a black slave catcher who loves to bang out white women. Named Bigger Long. Named Bigger Long. Snigger didn't exist in Harriet's life as an antagonist to her. We noticed the woman told her story. She told her story. We added that. Or we, under the influence of somebody, added that. But regardless, we did that with her story. Harry Tubman is like, you. If, if it's one movie that you don't... Fuck up. Yeah, fuck up. It's her. She gets, she gets She's up there with the Malcolm, the Martin. I don't think they've really done a good Martin Luther King movie. And I think it's because it's hard to do a movie. I think they still could do one. It wouldn't catch like the because the Malcolm and the Malcolm movie has something with it that 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 really like I don't care. I look at a Malcolm. I look at Malcolm X out about me right now. There's some yeah. I, I really hope we get a good Harry Tubman movie in our lifetimes. Aki. That'd but they could have told that story better. And I, I think that's one of the tales I would almost want to see instead of trying to tell the whole thing in one movie. Series. Maybe a series, but 
what I mean, what if we just told the story of Harriet Tubman on one escape? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it's not not every movie on these historical figures got to be movies on their entire lives. Yeah, that's one thing on I, the famous event that they did. Exactly. What did you think about the Bass Reeves that's coming? I gotta check it out. I, I, I one one movie that I, comes to mind is the Miles Davis movie I saw a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it wasn't about his whole life. Yeah, it was it was in the middle of his career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think maybe him being interviewed uh, before a show or something like that. But, uh, you know, it was just a slice of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to see more work like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Personally, of course, I want to see the, the I want to see the miniseries that that really, you know, you know, cover everything. And, every I, and I say this, I don't too. think, and I can see that. I like that. It doesn't necessarily have to cover everything, but don't falsify it. Like, Facts. Don't, don't create things in that, you know what I'm saying, that aren't actually... In, the, in in that person's life, you know, and that's and 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 then if you're gonna do it, don't do nothing that's super just off, super fantastical. Don't do that. You it would have made more sense that you had a white man that was her antagonist, and he was a slave catcher, and he it, and I won't say like this is a great thing, pardon me, and he liked rape white black girls. So, and he had a thing for Harriet, and he was chasing her around. Okay, I may, I may take that little conjecture. But you just like this, yeah? It just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good at all. Just I don't even know what to say about it. But I'll just say this: um, make it make sense. Hopefully, they you know to deal with. They may not do the whole lives of these people. They may just do a time period of them. You know. Maybe the latter two, the last two years of their life, something like that, or the last, you know. Let's see what it be. You know what I'm saying? See what it turned out to be. But I mean, personally, I think it's probably gonna be a watered down version to um, pitch the idea that they want to pitch, which is that they have more in common than differences. Which means that you're portraying our struggle as if it was. All, there was not a, an alternative to what you call the civil rights struggle. And it was an alternative. That was black national, black power. And the part that they love to escape, the part that they love to run away from in the history is that stage of black power, the stage of black revolution, the stage of black power, black nationalism that initiated pretty much from the time that Malcolm died, but started on the scene when Malcolm was living. Those are his children. You know what I'm saying? Them the children of him and Robert F. Williams and them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? They not, you know, they never gonna go that, they they never gonna keep that with that, you know? Like I said, we said earlier, there's so much in the background of Malcolm that they that I know the government knows, but the common person don't know. But if they did, he's like you'd know automatically. Nah, a, a limited series on Robert F. Williams would be crazy. Man, that's him. That's why we need to have our own studios and shit. We need to do a whole. They need to do for Black History Month every week. Somebody need to be producing a, a, a short, a short. It don't gotta be a long movie. It'll be a short joint, short movie. 
on, on, on people like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's but that's sort of up to us. Because us coming from that nationalist um, lineage and, of course, believing in the nationalist principle and self-defense being one of them, you know, we gonna know about Robert F. Williams. We gonna know about what he came with, what he brought to the movement and the stance he had. Now, that would be a great one because he was NAACP. Thank, thank the, same as, the same as uh, Martin. You know, and it was even a, not a conflict, but a, um, a head button there. Because Martin, at one point in time, supported him. And, you know, he had to plan the politics of trying to, you know, I'm not going to say it was a, a bad thing or a good thing, but that wasn't his thing. He thought it could be done another way. And Robert F. Williams was like, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Eye for an eye. But that conversation will be for another time, folks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we might got to uh, write some scripts out there. I, I need to start writing scripts. I got scripts, video games, uh, animated uh, movies. All that. Black anime, black and May. <laughs> black and May, yeah. Black and May. You know what I'm saying? I got all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But now, you know what I'm saying? We got to get control of our media, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So we will get some credible directors that we can trust. Yeah, we got we to gotta own the top to bottom. But, uh, yeah, King, uh, good episode. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Uh, episode 90. We're going to uh, hit y'all again before the new year comes to us. So uh, have a good one, y'all. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.